Am I the only one here tonight? Shaking my head and thinking something ain't right. Is it just me? What's going on, Patriots? Back with another Patriots Prayer podcast for you. And oh my God. <laughs> what a controversy the last uh, podcast kind of stirred up. I've never seen so many people get so offended at the truth. They immediately want to start calling you names and casting aspersions, and I just fill my cup with liberal tears, you know? What else can you do? When you put videos out that show trans activists, Threatening people with violence, telling people to arm up, telling us, go ahead, protect your kids, I dare you. But when we respond to it, we're bigots. When we respond to it, we, we, we're, we're transphobic, we're, we're all sorts of things, right? Just all sorts of things. Whatever they can come up with basically to make themselves feel better because even when you show them the truth they don't care they kind of still hold the party line and that's when you know you're talking to someone who there's no point in even talking to it's the way that Jesus used to say don't cast your pearls before swine and that's what they are and that and that and that Proverb, parable, whatever you, uh, they, that's exactly what they are. And for the things that they are condoning, enabling, and, and, and getting behind, uh, quite literally as well. They, they um, seem to keep forgetting when they keep talking about the fact that we, we stand for the Second Amendment. And we definitely stand for the First Amendment. But they think because you stand for gun rights that somehow or another you're for mass shootings. <laughs> no, we advocate just the opposite. We believe if there was a trained person on site at a school or anywhere else someone tries to break in and do something stupid, the, po the police can come remove the body later, but everybody in that facility or place or school or Wherever else is safe in the meantime. It's just whatever makes them feel better and whatever makes them look good and whatever talking point they heard on CNN or MSNBC earlier that day. Because none of them have original thoughts. They don't talk to you about the issues. They don't debate the actual ideas. They will talk about everything from your grammar to your weight to your looks to your mama and call you a racist and everything else but they will never have a conversation with you about the issues because they don't know about the issues because they can't stand on their own two feet when it comes to the issues. They just realize they do this because all their friends do. And it's what everyone tells them to do. And, and they go along to get along and everyone else must be trash because you get points for virtue signaling in this world. You know, guys, it's, I get, I get kind of flustered, and I, and I often got to tell myself, you know, 
I don't want to resort to being the way they are. I, I don't want to resort to the name calling and, 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 and but you know, in, in to admit at some points and sometimes some of the things they say are so asinine. You are very tempted to get on their level. There are many times I heard and saw people say things that I immediately went and looked at who they were. And uh, let's just say it wouldn't have been very Christian of me. But, you know, it, it is very hard to to hold back and be the bigger person. Very hard. Now, the fact of the matter is we still have not seen the manifesto. We still have not seen the Tennessee Shooters manifesto. They're still withholding it from the public. We all know what it says. She wouldn't shot a Christian school up, for God's sakes. We know what it says. And then we did the... Um, we did that uh, that rundown the other day on the uh, Justin Pearson, uh, the 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 little hearing they gave him after they uh, when they were going to expel him from Congress, and uh, we I, I I thought the other day, you know when I uh, when I did my first podcast my my first podcast about it, I. I I thought I was being a little unfair. To be quite honest with you, when I heard that the House rules only called for uh, censor, to, for him to be censured, and that they went the extra mile and removed him from Congress, it is very easy to say, oh, he was a leftist and that, you know, who cares? Well, the idea that we need to follow the rules. It, we can't have it both ways. So, guys, I went through and I dissected every second of that entire testimony that he gave. And there is no doubt, he is one of the most shameful people to stand in front of people and, and just justify. Justify to his constituents, to America. The White House played up to it. Kamala went down there and did some race baiting, and, you know, trying trying to make her. And she has no accomplishments at all to tout as vice president. Matter of fact, she she hides from the press more often than not. She is she I'm, as bad as Joe Biden is. I am a, afraid of a Kamala Harris presidency. I'm just absolutely afraid. This lady is. The, the, she just laughs whenever she gets uncomfortable. And it's the weirdest looking laugh. That, that you ever seen? She makes the face, and she's—you <laughs> haven't seen that on Saturday Night Live. Well, at least I haven't. I haven't watched Saturday Night Live. Who knows? They could have did it. I wouldn't have seen it. But um, then you had this morning. You had Hunter Biden in court. You know, he's—he's he's there trying to uh, turn his back on his kid. Basically, he's—he doesn't even claim this kid with London uh, London Roberts, I believe her name was. And uh, they, they, the family doesn't claim the kid. You know, so you got a president of the United States that a DNA test proves beyond a shadow of a doubt that he has a granddaughter via Hunter through this person, London. Um, and yet, they don't claim this kid. 
They don't claim it. She's got no grand, but her grandfather's the president of the United States. And for some reason, that bothers me on a level that's very deep. Because for a, a grown person, a grandfather at that, to have the kind of heart that would allow you to take out on a child the way that you feel about that child it derived from how you feel about the parents. You're supposed to be the president of the United States. You're supposed to have character, morality, all of these things. You're supposed to be a person that the country can look up to, and yet you deny a young child who doesn't know her grandfather. And your degenerate son is in court trying to make sure he doesn't have to pay his fair share, as you guys love to say. trying to hide his financial records that's really what it's about guys if you it's not really about he's not there trying to fight uh, so much more for the kid is that i think he's afraid to have his financial records finally released and then we and then immediately you know comer and, and then we're going to jump right on those files because what more do we need guys what more do we need we have this man dead to rights we have his family getting paid, like 12 of them. Rob Wilson, LLC. We see the conglomerate of shell companies. We got access to the SAR reports. We know they were grifting. And it seems though, as though right now China is pretty mad at the Bidens. They, the, the oldest Asian bank or Chinese bank in the United States, Cafe Bank, gave up those bank records so fast so fast and i bet you they have more i bet you they have more and it, it's <laughs> like i heard someone say earlier it's almost like china is putting a shot across the bow of the biden's basically stating fall back in line or we're going to release the rest of it right it's <laughs> it's sad but you know how much business and how much China must know about what's going on with the Bidens. I mean, who bought Hunter's paintings? What was that jewel that the Chinese gave him? What, what did they give him the jewel for? What, how, did he get, well, how did he get a job at uh, uh, one of the central banks in China? I mean, or an energy company in China, for that matter. China knows some things, guys. Why do you think they feel so comfortable going to Saudi Arabia and Iran and Brazil and all these other places and, and nationalizing their money right now and dealing in yen to buy whatever product, whatever product, oil, whatever it is, and yen? And why does he know Biden's going to do nothing about it? He went, they went to go talk to Brazil, Saudi Arabia, UAE. Uh, 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 Turkey, I mean, this list of countries, and Biden went to Canada. Now, no shots at the Canadians, because that's my people. I love y'all. You freedom trucker guys up there, got my respect for the rest of my life. I'll tell that story to my kids. You guys are heroes. But, you know, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to, you know, throw shade or anything, but at the same time, Guys, we need a coalition of way more than just 
Canada. And here's the here's the other part. Mexico is in on it. Mexico is is trying to do the same business with China as everyone else. Mexico. After all we've done for Mexico, after all the people we've taken, all the poverty we have let Mexico spread into our country. They're going to go and do this. I think I think we have one of the weakest leaders to ever grace the White House. Ever. The weakest leader ever. We have foreign leaders doing things right now. Other foreign leaders, or those same foreign leaders rather, would be shaken in their boots if they had a president that was willing to stand up and take up for his, <laughs> for his country and actually stand up for his people or do what was right. No one fears Biden. And, and that's a problem. And, and it's going to continue to be a problem. They, they're not going to find out. Uh, well, we're not going to find out how much damage was actually done until we actually get Biden out of there and get someone in there with a little more transparency so that we can actually start to try to repair these things. The problem is with the year and a half we have left with this waterhead in office, do you understand how much more damage he can do? And I have to ask myself quite hard, why in the hell is this man running for president? Why? He's done the worst job. His approval ratings suck. His own party's turning on him. He's got more controversy and provable criminal activity surrounding him. Questionable. I would say criminal. I'm sure it's criminal, but let's, let's be a little more factual about this. So much questionable, questionable from ethics standpoint and legal, questionable controversy surrounding this man that I don't understand why anybody would want to stand next to him. Anybody. But in a year and a half, he could do a lot of damage. But the reason that I think that he's actually running for president again it's just time. When he's not president and someone comes behind him and actually runs for president that is willing to look into his criminal activity, someone who can replace the numbskulls in our legal system that are actually stonewalling those investigations and not giving us the information that we're, we're, we are requesting, I think he's afraid of that possibility. I think he's a, a Garland being gone and so forth. I think he is afraid of what would happen if someone went in there and started going through the FBI, going through the intelligence agencies, looking at what really took place with the classified documents that he wasn't allowed to have. He wasn't covered by the Presidential Records Act. He had those documents everywhere. Nothing happened. Nothing. Where was the State Department then? You raided Donald Trump's house. So you staged the raid at Joe's all nice and neat. You probably vacuumed the rugs and everything before you left. You didn't go with a blank warrant like you did with Donald to Donald Trump's house and breach of the Fourth Amendment and just tear through everything without even telling anyone what exactly you were looking for or where it was. You were digging through closets and everywhere else. This is, I mean, this was one of the most 
unconstitutional acts ever perpetrated on a U.S. president ever in history by one of the most corrupt presidential administrations ever. And that's a fact. This isn't just because I'm conservative or any of that. It's, it's a fact. You, you, they raided his lawyer's home. They raided Rudy Giuliani's house and did the same thing. You know what, though? Rudy Giuliani said, hey, I, I have this hard drive, uh, this uh, laptop for Hunter's laptop. You guys should take this and see what's on it. You should. No, they didn't want that. that that's not what they were. They didn't want that. They wanted no part of that. Guys, we got to get back to a place where the law is what everything is centered around. We are a country of laws. And when agendas get mixed in with us upholding those laws, well, then what's going to happen is you're going to end up with tyranny. You're going to end up with the laws only being enforced on the opposite party from whoever is in power. And that's a dangerous precedent to sit. And it is, because it is frustrating to see people get off of uh, whatever crime that they may have committed, like Sussman did. He committed the crime. He billed Hillary for the time that he sat with the FBI going over the dossier. He knew it was barroom talk. He told Hillary it was barroom talk. He, Hillary told him to go ahead and leak the document. Like, all of these things happen, but nobody got in trouble. He set them on the stand for anyone to hear. But he got found not guilty. Not guilty of lying to the FBI when he told the FBI he was not there representing Hillary Clinton, but he billed Hillary Clinton for the time that he sat there with the FBI. You only bill someone when you're representing them, when it, you're doing it on their behalf. So he lied. It's that simple. The dossier itself was a lie, so when Danchenko wasn't found guilty of lying to the FBI, that too was a lie. But that's why you don't try those people when you have a Democratic administration in office. You don't. Unfortunately, you don't. That's why I'm hoping to God that Hunter Biden does not get tried, nor do they actually go through the impeachment process for Biden and go that route and with legal, with uh, the legal route on him while he's in office. You don't do it that way. Wait till the wait till that waterhead's out of office, and when he's out of office and you have the people in the places that will actually enforce the law, that won't turn a blind eye, that won't be part of the corruption that we've seen for the last two and a half years, then you push the issue. That's when you do it. If you push the issue with, 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 with Hunter right now, if you go that route right now, what's going to happen is he's going to get acquitted and they're going to they're gonna make, find him guilty of the smallest possible thing that won't mean much. And what will happen is his daddy will pardon him. And if you try to, if you try to impeach daddy, he's going to get impeached in Congress and then when he gets to the Senate, they're not going to impeach him. It, but it, it not just not going it, to, it, I, I wager to say that it doesn't matter what he's guilty of or what evidence you have.
they will not care, and they just won't impeach. Look what uh, Bas Blasquette or whatever, the, the one that's pushing the issue with Matt Taibbi for saying CISA instead of CIS, and then said lying to Congress is a five-year prison sentence and, and, and threatened the man with prison sentence because he exposed them. He exposed those fools. They lied. They used the FBI and the CIA to do their dirty work and censor people. And then when someone writes a story with the raw data, he's looking at the messages, he's gotten access to the Twitter files, and he's only telling you what's there. And they're killing the messenger because they don't like the message. That should tell you who you're dealing with. Nazis. And they like to throw that term around a lot. Nazi. You Nazis. What the hell is a Nazi? Let's talk about it. It's someone who does not want any other ideas out there except for the ones they approve or they approve of. That's what they were doing with Twitter. That's what they were doing with Facebook. That's what the Google algorithm was all about. You can't find certain things when you look for them or they hide them in the search results or on the hundredth page or they don't show up at all. They, they, or you're shadow banned and you, you can't. All these things were things the big tech was doing on behalf of the Democratic Party. So that would make them literally, literally acting like Nazis. What the hell do you think cancel culture is? A spouse an idea that is unapproved and unpopular and on the opposite side of our party line. That's what it is. Nazism. It's the same damn thing. And now... The podcast I did back when I said that that uh, uh, when I showed that uh, Tara person from the uh, uh, the TikTok video that went viral with with him threatening everybody with guns if they use the bathroom, you literally had people even on the Facebook post taking up for this waterhead, literally taking up, calling everyone Nazis, calling all, all and, and they can't defend it. They find it funny. And, and the angrier they get, they get about it, the funnier it is to me. But the thing that does anger me about it is, is that we're talking about children and a man threatening folks with a gun if we don't let him use the woman's restroom. Do you, do you hear that out loud? Say that out loud to yourself. And, and, it has, and how much sense does this make? And then, well, you're afraid of transvestites. They're only 1%, 1.7% of the population. Why are you so afraid? You weirdo. No one's afraid of anything. That's not what it was about. It was about that trans activist and others committing acts just like what happened in Tennessee, committing acts like what happened the other day on the college campus, committing acts like they did in PA where they found with several instances of child pornography all over his computer, or coming into schools, it, or it, you can have drag queens coming to school and read at drag time story hour. And you can have all these other people come in and talk about wherever they're from, whatever culture. Have a, have a Christian in there to talk to the kids. Have somebody from a local church go in and expose them to that culture. See how long that lasts. It won't. It won't because... They keep yelling tolerance and that we're not accepting and that we're fascist and all these sort of things when they're actually the fascists. And stating that if, if we defend our way of life and our values 
and adhere to women, biological women being in the women's restroom and men being in the men's restroom, then it's, it's that simple. Problem solved. Go back to using things in public with the public standard that's always existed. Problem solved. It's that simple. The sports thing with the women, I don't even know why that deserves to even be talked about because that doesn't deserve to be talked about if you put a man in women's sports, the women don't stand a chance. That's just facts. Period. Facts. And, and if you find the, the diamond in the rough who's the exception, that's exactly all it is, is an exception of a time that a woman was able to beat a man in that sport. It was an exception. I think Billie Jean King was one of the exceptions. <laughs> I like what John McEnroe said that if that if uh, uh, Serena Williams was it, uh, not the greatest tennis player of all, she was the greatest woman's tennis player of all times. Had she tried to compete in the men's uh, tournament, she would have been like 700th. And people lost their minds when he said it. Like, you know, you guys got to get over your feelings. It's not about your feelings. It's about what's true so that we can live in reality and stop telling ourselves these wild, grandiose ideas based in senseless jargon that's not true biologically, anatomically, or even anthropologically. It's crazy. But we have fashion's biggest night and highlights, barely there fashion, hot dates, biggest surprise, and what do you know? And on the runway, dressed like a woman, not a woman. Guys, for there being only 1.7%, it sure is in our face a lot. And the thing is, is I think that we could, we could find common ground and get along if we could just agree on those two topics. If we could just get around that issue. I had someone tell me, um, well, maybe we should just get a unisex restroom along with the men and the woman. I'm okay with that. I'm also okay with the transgender uh, league in sports. Go for it. Go for it. But I, I want to make sure our women have a chance. It's not about being transphobic. It's not even about the trans person in general at all. Uh, it, when it comes to that, it's about the fairness denied to the other competitors that aren't as strong, tall, fast, or anything as a man. It, 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 there's really not anything more to it than that. But since that's the easy, unwinnable argument that we present, that's not what they'll deal with. It's not what they'll say. It's not what they'll focus on. They'll focus on, oh, you big bad guys are so big and bad, you're afraid of a little. No one's afraid, like I said. I don't think I've hit anything about myself. But I tell you this much. I guarantee you, and I know this for a fact now, you trans activists out there that are acting like this and doing these things and levying these threats and causing these problems, you, you don't speak for your whole movement. 
you don't speak for everybody in your movement. So, this much I know for sure now. This much I know for absolutely now. You don't even speak for everybody in the LGBT community. And, and, and that's the truth. What happens is the media likes to focus on you guys because you're a ratings draw. You're controversy. So they can get this banner going back and forth. I mean, I to me, people can hop on all day long and say whatever they want. It do, I don't care. I really don't care. I actually, the, the more angrier you get, funnier it is to me because... I guarantee you I'm not going to say anything on here I don't think or feel. And I'm definitely not going to advocate for any violence against anybody. And I'm not going to uh, sit there and, and be quiet in the face of evil as well. I'm not going to do any of those things. And all I ask or all I could ever really hope for on the other side is to have uh, a, a commonsensical conversation with someone who is humble enough to admit some of these things, even just right on their face, are crazy. The things you guys are trying to normalize are absolutely ludicrous. Always have been. Do you think all of a sudden people are just going to change on a dime and you're going to be able to take our morality and, and, and value system and flush it down the toilet and, and everyone's going to back you? No, not everyone's these little scared leftists that think they have to agree with everything you say to get along and be cool. Some of us don't care about that. We really do not care about that. But, you know, if, if, <sighs> if, if we could just find common ground, guys, and get away from this divisiveness and have a little more cohesiveness, then you could live whatever lifestyle you want. I could be a Christian and not have to worry about Anything happening to me or my church or my children that go to a Christian school or anything like that. You can go off and do your thing and hang in your bars and do your thing in your society and your culture around your people. And you wouldn't get nothing but respect from this side. Literally just got to agree to a few societal rules. So it, it, it seems in switching topics here. The uh, MSNBC host... Uh, Matty Hassan last out after his tweet about racial crime and stats were fact-checked by the Twitter community on Friday. So uh, <laughs> he went on uh, Bill Maher and he talked about all these stats that turned out to be, it says, uh, white people kill other white people at almost the same rate that black people kill other black people. And wow. Wow. It says, what does it say? It's in fine print. He's a big fat liar. <laughs> the stats don't say that. The stats do not say that at all. Um, I don't think it liberals really like it when they get fact checked. You know, and you look at some of these fact checking companies, and you can see um, there are several of them that are actually connected to the Democratic Party. Several of them. Snopes is connected to the Democratic Party. These people, they fact check. I've had things on my page fact checked and then have gone back and found the original articles with the original quotes. And they're exactly what I posted. And so I, I, I did my research. I knew exactly what the person said. AOC, they're 
famous for protecting AOC. And you can take an AOC quote, a video clip, whatever, and put it on, and they will fact check it, they will blank it out, and they will turn around and say that you took what she said out of context, but you didn't. You didn't. This is Facebook's way of protecting AOC. It's terrible. It, it, it's, it's actually very, very horrendous that, that they do this. And it's only ever done to one side of the aisle, once again. It's like people have forgotten the difference between right and wrong, and they stick to the difference between right and left. So Joe Biden looks like he's going to have a few competitors out there going after him for president. He's, he's, he's looking at uh, Robert Kennedy Jr., uh, going after him. And I think the, the name might carry enough clout to do it, but I don't know if the name would beat Joe as much as Joe's bad performance and age will beat Joe. Um, I don't think his people... Like, look, they're, they're trying to force Dianne Feinstein into retirement right now, and yet, you know, here's Joe trying to run for president again, and um, it, it don't make sense. So... If you're going to force her to, to, to retire because of her accelerated age, I I would have forced her to retire for other reasons. <laughs> but because of her accelerated age, I mean, I think you would do the same thing with your president. But I think, you know, the conspiracy theory is that he's going to get portioned away into his president and wants to walk away, leaving Kamala Harris as the very first female president of the United States. You know, uh, unless Joe identifies as female before that happens, and then I'm sure they'll call him the first female president of the United States, and no one will ask questions because how dare you? <laughs> so, gun violence is something that they love to tout. And there's some new statistics that I learned this year. Um, did you know that uh, killings by knives... Uh, are almost five times more likely than, and, and stats prove it, you have five times more killings with knives than you do with guns. And most of the guns that are used in killings are guns that are uh, obtained and, and that are had legally. It's not people that went and got their blue cards and went through the whole process to get their guns that are out there shooting people. So... If you, if you want to see, you know, where are these people getting shot? Where are all these murders occurring? In democratically ran cities by other Democrats. So who wants the gun control? The Democrats. All you got to do if you want to chill out and to have people stop killing each other, Democrats, is tell your constituents to stop shooting people. That's a, that's a grand idea. But in the meantime, in the meantime, how about not taking guns away from people who have them legally so that they can defend themselves against those waterheads who don't have them legally. You know, that's that that's a that's a grand idea. And Biden's still trying to go after gas stoves. I mean, this guy this guy will find every way in the world to hurt his people, to hurt his country, to hurt his economy, to hurl taxes on us, to force this eco-terrorism down our throat. We know why he wants the EV cars. That, what do you think? What do you think all the Chinese business was about? That was Chinese energy company was about. He knows what he's doing. 
make it harder for people to get uh, oil leases on United States land and on federal property. And, and also cut out the ability for those same people to mine for lithium and cobalt to the degree that they need to. There are few mines that exist in the United States, but not very many. Not very many, and they're not allowing more leases. They told them no. Why? So where's the lithium and cobalt come from if not, if he's not going to let people get in the United States? And I wonder if those same people that are getting it are, are, are going to be paying the Bidens, as they have been. As they have been. Or maybe Hunter will just sell a few more paintings, who knows. I was really astounded when I saw uh, that that question that line of questioning <laughs> when, when the when the representative pulls out the paintings and says this is a picture of a Rembrandt and it sold for x x amount of millions of dollars or whatever and he said and this is a Degas and Degas is a master painter and this painting goes for half a million dollars and then he pulls out the next painting and he goes and this is a Hunter Biden which also sold for half a million dollars. No formal art training, none of that. No formal energy training, but you have energy companies in both Ukraine and in China. No formal financial uh, organization changing, uh, 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 excuse me, training. Yet, he consulted in the business sector in China for one of their central banks. Why? How? Tell me how that happens. Tell me how that happens to any normal person. It doesn't. It doesn't. The reason it happens is because his dad was the vice president. And he even said it on the laptop about having to pay him. And he even said it in other statements to other people. I'm glad I didn't have to give dad half my check, but I've been paying to fit in the bill for this family for X amount of years. Man, if you guys haven't gone and read the contents of that laptop, go ahead and do it. I, I really recommend it. You'll get a very good idea of who it is you're dealing with. What, what the personalities really are. Not those facades they put on for the camera. But those what, who they really are. You know, the, these, are, these are the people that deny a little girl like it's her fault. A little girl who's denied her daddy because her daddy is a deadbeat that doesn't want to be around her or claim her. Whose granddaddy doesn't want to be around her or claim her. And that's sad. I saw the picture. Beautiful little kid, man. And she doesn't deserve to be treated like that. No child does. I wouldn't care how much I liked or disliked the mom. There's no way in hell you could ever have me deny or turn my back on a kid of mine. It couldn't happen. And now you could not force it, me to do it. So that just goes to tell you these people really don't have hearts the way you and I may have a heart. They don't have a soul like that because you have to be a special kind of evil and numb to turn your back on a child. Uh, uh, an innocent child who's never going to get to know her daddy or her granddaddy. <laughs> Maybe, I, I don't know. I, I, I venture to almost say it's for the best, but I, I just, I can't believe that. I can't believe that. As much as I don't like some of the things that they've done or Hunter's done. Uh, I, I don't like some of the things I know about him as a person. As a Christian man, I believe in redemption. And I believe that if you go to God, 
He can change you. If you are sincere about that, He can change you. And, you know, I really do pray that someday this guy wakes up and realizes that there's a little girl who needs him and cuts this out. And, you know, his heart grows like at the end of the movie The Grinch. Something happens. Because it's, it's, it's sad. It's sad to see it. But I have been waiting and dying for the campaign trail to get heated up a little more. Waiting for the, uh, the commercials and the debates and all. It's coming. It's coming. And I cannot wait. Tim Scott threw his hat in the ring for president just recently. And um, all these guys, who, and, I, and I heard he, he raised $21 million so far, which is a pretty decent amount of money. Now, keep in mind that some of these presidential candidates that are going to be running are going to get money simply for the fact that they're not Donald Trump. That's really what it is. It's not that they are the, the, the incumbent, that, oh, we can just look around. Look, what, look what's happened. They fired Tucker Carlson, fired Don Lamont. They, they, they don't renew Dan Bongino's guy. They're getting rid of all of the people that they consider divisive, right? They're, they're getting mainstream back to being mainstream, back to being establishment, back to where they deal with issues with a monotone uh, kind of a voice, and they, they don't put any emphasis on it. They don't do any real digging. They don't, they don't, uh, 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 they don't approach these topics and subjects from a constitutional standpoint and call people out, like really call them out. Tucker Carlson did that. And now they're trying to throw mud on his name by stating that he called someone a C word and said he doesn't care who knows and that he secretly behind the scenes says he can't stand Trump. You know, it's easy to do stuff like that. And Bongino said they were going to do it. They said He said, wait, the smear campaign's coming. Just wait. And he was right. He was right. And I was so disappointed in Fox to see them do that. Because everything that I saw Tucker Carlson do since he left Fox, every statement that I've heard him make, none of them were negative about Fox openly. But I think they just cracked the door for that one. I think they just cracked the door for that one. And I think Tucker's getting ready to start responding. Or they know Tucker knows some things that he's going to start spewing, and they're trying to get in front of it. But they got no credibility. And, I mean, you're talking to a guy who, I used to, I used to live and die by Fox News. I, I, I really did. And I'm starting to see so much of the establishment creep back into that place. The thing that we were trying to get away from, the run-of-the-mill stuff, we were liking the idea of pushing the line of constitutionalism in this country, getting us back to talking about the real issues and calling out the lies. And yes, it may seem divisive, but when you let half the, the country slip into a sleep, who they call themselves woke, but they're really, they slip into a sleep, and they have been indoctrinated with Marxist ideology and socialist ideology all the time. They're actually acting out fascism. While calling people fascism, uh, fascists rather. It's actually quite funny if it wasn't so serious. 
You need someone on the other side, though, to point the hypocrisy out. You need someone on the other side that shows raw emotion and tells you what's really going on and actually highlights how dumb some of these people truly are and what, the, what are the lies they've actually told and expose them. But what happens is on the other side of that, you've got controversy. There, it, look, the truth is the most controversial thing on this planet. Truth. You ever notice that lately, that when you tell the truth, that you offend this side or that side, but you're telling the truth? I tell people all the time, tell the, tell the truth and let the chips fall where they may. Do what's right every time, no matter what, and whatever the consequences are, they are. But you're able to look yourself in the mirror at the end of the day, at the end of your life, and say you stood your ground and you did what was right. And that's what I call on every one of you who call themselves a Christian or a conservative, to do. Stop being silent, silent majority. Stand your ground and fight for what's right, no matter what the consequences are. Because trust me, we're heading into a day and an age where telling the truth is going to carry with it some serious consequences. So get ready, because here it comes. But it's okay. God's got our back. And until next time, guys. See you on the Patriots Prayer. Have a great week and a good night. We'll see you tomorrow.